Welcome to Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Your host, Jeanette Linfoot, talks to incredible people about their experiences and unleashing their full potential. From the boardroom tables of big international business to the dining room tables of entrepreneurial startups, embracing opportunities, overcoming challenges, taking risks, while staying true to yourself is where the magic happens. Hi, it's Jeanette here. If you're enjoying Brave, Bold, Brilliant, I'd love it if you'd subscribe, share with your friends and leave a five-star review. Let's do it. Here's the show. So how do you sell your business and maximize value? Well, it's a complicated area, to be honest, and it's one that can seem really daunting. So if you're a business owner or maybe you're actually working in a corporate organization that also does uh, mergers and acquisitions, you may well at some point during your career get involved in selling a business. So what I am going to do today, I'm going to take you through some Um, tips, tricks, things to bear in mind if you are thinking of selling your business because it isn't easy and you know after my gosh 27 years in the corporate world I did a huge amount of mergers and acquisitions um, not only in the UK but also all over the world in terms of China, India, Russia, Ukraine etc. So I've done this a fair bit over the years and now when I actually work with business owners very often it is actually to advise them on how to sell their business, prepare it for sale. So, you know, the reason why this is important is, you know, if you have actually set up your own business, got it to a certain scale, and maybe you're thinking about what's next in your sort of business life journey, actually, you know, knowing where to start, some of the pitfalls to avoid, some of the things that you can do to make the whole process a little bit easier can be hugely helpful. So um, what I'm going to do today is, as I say, share some of the things that I've learned over my 27 years of, of buying and selling businesses, but really to put that into very simple terms so that if you're in that position, um, you know, we don't sort of blow your brains too much with, with this. We keep it simple and just sort of move through each point. So grab a pen and paper. I'm going to cover quite a lot here, actually. Uh, and I'm not going to get into too much of the technical aspects. But nonetheless, um, absolutely, you know, it can be helpful to have someone by your side, guiding you through it and actually helping you through the whole process. So the first thing I would say is, you know, get really clear on what you actually want. Um, You know, how does this fit into your overall purpose for your life and what you're trying to achieve? Now, depending on where you are in your business life, you know, it might be that you want to exit your business or sell your business, maybe because, you know, you want to retire Or you might want to use that capital in order to start another business. So your reasons will be very, very different depending on your own personal situation. But get really clear on why you want to sell your business. Um, Because if you can do that at the start, it's going to actually really help you as you move forward. So that's the first thing. As part of that, be clear on you know, what do you really want to do in terms of an exit? Do you want to sell 100% and totally walk away from your business in its entirety? Or would you rather sell maybe a proportion of your business and stay on with the business in some form of capacity, either um, continuing in the role of 
MD, CEO, whatever your job title is, and actually continuing to take the business to the next level. Or maybe you might want to move into something more like a chair role or a non-exec role, etc. So one, be clear on why you're doing it and how it fits into your overall life purpose, if you like, and what you're trying to achieve for yourself and your family. Two, think about whether it's a full exit, partial exit. Do you want to stay on in some capacity or not? Because that will also influence how you prepare the business to sell and what you actually need to do in the run up to that. And it will also make a difference to the potential buyers of your business so that there's absolute clarity up front. There's no confusion there uh, in terms of that next stage of growth for the business. So the first thing um, that when you start to actually really pull this together, you know, being able to demonstrate value is important. So with your business, you will already have a track record of performance and you will have a view what the future Uh, world looks like. So, you know, it's important to know where you've come from and where you're heading, because as you prepare your business for sale, clarity on the numbers is going to be absolutely critical. And, you know, also the different dynamics in terms of have you been investing for growth? Is this a tech business that has scalability um, that maybe actually is loss making at the moment, but we really clear on your numbers in terms of historic performance and also the future performance. So that's absolutely key. Now, when you're actually thinking of preparing your business for sale, start well in advance. You know, what you don't want to find yourself in, if it can be avoided, is a distressed situation whereby you have to sell because of course then that puts the power all into the buyer's hands right so I think if you do want to sell you know take your time to get to that conclusion for the right reasons and then have a clear plan as to how you're going to get there because it can be quite complicated so what you don't want to do is to rush at this um, not present the best case possible and actually cause a whole load of you know disruption etc to your existing business. So, you know, plan well in advance and and actually do it in a calm, measured, well thought through way. So another point is around leadership. Now, as I mentioned before, for your for your own personal situation, you need to be clear on what role you intend to play in the business going forward. Is it that you want a full exit or is it you want to stand in some capacity? Now, depending on what that looks like, if you want to take a step back or exit your business completely in terms of being in an executive role, then the succession planning of your business is going to be key because someone needs to run it after you have moved on. So that is going to be a really critical point for anyone that is looking at buying your business because when you buy a business, there's always a question around, well, what is it you're buying? Is it the brand? Is it the database? Is it the technology? Is it the team? Is it the IP? You know, what is it that you're actually buying? Are you buying future growth? Are you buying something that's scalable globally? What is it? And a big part of that, what is, what is it, is the team and the leadership team in particular. So if you are thinking around selling, you need to be thinking very, very clearly well in advance of leadership succession, in particular, if you want to exit or maybe take a, a, you know, a different role in the organization. So thinking about that up front is is important because it takes time to recruit and, and, you know, get talent into the business and then up to that level of leadership that you're going to need. Now, a typical uh, approach to this can often be what private equity houses do, whereby, you know, if they've actually bought a business that they are then planning to sell, because typically they will hold for maybe, you know, three to five years, it does vary, but as an average, when they're selling that business, the CEO may not want to continue for the 
next round, whoever buys the business. So very often what they'll do, they will bring in a chief operating officer kind of role, which is really a CEO in waiting so that that person has, you know, at least a year to have a run up to learn the ropes. And then when they sell the business on, there's a natural successor to the CEO. So you could do something similar with your leadership team. So it's partly about who's going to be running the business in terms of the top job, but also the level below. So succession planning, absolutely critical. Don't actually, you know, forget about that. Remember in terms of your proposition as well, you know, scalability and automation drive higher higher valuations. So those businesses which are, you know, have got great tech and are scalable will most likely attract a higher multiple when it comes to valuing the business. So, you know, think about your business, the systems, the processes. Is it scalable? Are there any blockers to growth? Because whoever want, whoever is going to buy that business is going to want to take it to a higher level than where it is currently. And if you already have all of that in place, then you're in much better position to be able to request a higher valuation. So bear that in mind. Now, who are you going to sell to? You know, good question, right? Because there's a whole list of different types of buyers that might be interested in your business. But again, knowing who you're going to be targeting when you actually, you know, put the business out there into the market for sale is going to possibly um, change how you might position in it. So, you know, it could be that you might be selling the business to um, a competitor, to a trade buyer, for example. It could be that you're actually looking to sell it to maybe an angel investor that wants to get into your your segment. It might be that it's venture capitalists or a private equity buyer. It could be that the management team want to buy it. So there's a whole range of different types of buyers that could be interested in your business. So it is definitely well worth thinking in advance of what those different different categories of potential buyers could be. And then also who are the specific people within them that you may well actually be proactively targeting and presenting the opportunity to them. So in terms of deal structure as well, this is another one. Now, as I say, I don't want to get into too much um, of the, you know, the detail on all of this, the technical aspects. But, you know, essentially, there are lots of different ways that you can structure a deal. You know, it could be that um, it's um, a share deal. So someone buys the actual shares of the business. It could be that it's an asset deal. Um, It might be that you're selling 100% or it could be that it's a partial sale. You know, so you may well actually be in a scenario where you're happy to stay in the business. You want to take a value out today, but you're happy to also have a second payday based on the future growth, which would be called an earn out. So that's often a structure that you can use whereby you stay in the business for a certain period of time to deliver the, the, uh, the plan, if you like. And when that plan is achieved and the numbers are achieved, you also then get a payout of X, which is agreed up front. So lots of different deal structures. Now, also through this, what I would say is it takes a huge amount of planning and preparation to prepare a business for sale. Um, So don't underestimate the resources that it will take. Uh, So preparing a business for sale is it's not easy and how you do it can be quite complex. So, you know, one of the key documents that you will end up preparing is what's called an IM, an information memorandum. And this essentially is like a pitch document uh, which you would put out to the market, which actually, you know, showcases the business in terms of the history, the current performance, the future projections, the strategy, you know, and really um, shows what the potential value for the business could be. So that document in being prepared takes quite a lot of detailed analysis 
and, and sort of positioning, if you like. So don't underestimate the amount of time it takes to sort of plan and start that first process. Once you get into a sale process and you actually have a number of interested buyers, you will then be moving into what's called due diligence phase. So with due diligence, this is where the buyer would want to get under the bonnet of the business to understand a lot more of the detail going on in each area, whether that's finance, commercial, marketing, sales, HR, legal, tax, all of these different aspects will need to be gone into in detail so that the potential buyer, one, can understand the business in detail, two, is able to actually value it and see if there are any risks or opportunities in the plan any historic liabilities, etc. So the due diligence process can be quite intense. So, you know, having that data available, having a data room is going to be important. Now, this leads me on to actually the team. So when you are preparing your, your business for sale, there, there are two aspects to this. There's your existing team in the business. And, you know, obviously what you don't want to do is cause a huge amount of distress or, you know, people feeling unsettled. So my recommendation is that you always try and have a very, a, a quite a small self-contained group of you that may be working on the deal and actually preparing the business for sale, but then protecting the majority of the team so they can get on and just, you know, run the business because it is a big distraction. So putting dedicated resource on this internally is really important, but you be careful who you bring into the loop because you probably, I would say for quite some time, you want to keep this confidential so that you don't cause disruption. You don't actually cause rumors out in the market, etc. And you also, you know, make sure that your people are not distracted too much. So having a very small group of trusted people internally you know, you probably would get them to sign up to some form of, you know, non-disclosure agreement. And also you might want to remunerate them specifically and bonus them um, for their performance of, of getting the business sold. So loads to consider here in terms of the internal resources in the team. Now, when it comes to the external resources, you will need some expert professionals on your team. You know, so whether it's from a tax, legal, um, you know, or sort of from a more of a corporate finance perspective, you are going to need some support. Um, and depending on the size of the business, that could be quite a, a big support or it might be a lighter support. So, you know, very often, as I say, I advise businesses and I actually am one of the kind of, you know, support resources, if you like, on helping the owner prepare the business for sales. So that's often a role that I play in terms of that professional team. So, you know, think about those resources that you're going to need. There is going to be a cost to this as well. So from a budget point of view, you absolutely need to allocate some funding in order to actually help you with the preparation of this. It's not just going to happen um, on the side of someone's desk. So, you know, as I say, there's a lot to consider in all of this. Um, so, you know, it's not to be overwhelmed by it, but it's well worth thinking about some of this up front so that when you actually are ready to press the button on starting the process, you've already done a lot of the upfront work so that there is, there's less surprises. Um, and then the final point I would say is, when I speak to people who have sold their businesses, often I say, you know, oh, how was it? You know, was it the best day of your life when you sold your business? And surprisingly, the answer to that is often no. A lot of people, when they sell their business, they actually say it's the worst day of their life. Now, I'm not saying that to put you off, 
But the reason why I think a lot of people struggle with this is if you have founded a business, grown a business, it's been your baby essentially that you have had all those years that you've nurtured, when you sell that business, all of a sudden there can be a big gap. So if you're a business owner thinking of selling your business, prepare yourself for the post-sale, both emotionally, but also what else you're going to do with your time. You know, what are you going to focus on? What becomes your new purpose? And I think if you can really give yourself some um, thinking space for that and also prepare yourself for it, when you actually do get the final exit, it won't be as much of a shock to you. So I know that sounds a little bit ironic because a lot of people are going, oh, well, I've made my millions. That's fantastic. This is exactly what I've wanted all these years. Um, but yeah, the irony of it is it is a big adjustment to a business owner once they sell their business. So it's not always the case that it's a negative. I'm not saying that. Often it's a really joyful um, experience. But for some people, it is quite, um, it, it's quite hard to deal with because they've been so, so sort of in entrenched in that business for so many years. So just bear that in mind. So I have gone through a huge amount on how to sell your business. This is just really scratching the surface. So I hope it's been helpful. Please do listen back to it. Um, if anybody needs any support or guidance, if you're thinking of this for yourself, I can certainly help you with that in an advisory capacity. So please do reach out. Um, and you know, if you are just thinking in those early stages, is this right for me? And you just really want a quick check-in, then just book on a one-to-one -one call with me. I'm more than happy to, you know, to, to have a, a sort of a free mentoring session with you just to help you really identify in the first place, is this the right thing for you? Um, so listen, whatever you are doing today, remember this is all about scaling up, being the best version of yourself, maximize value for all those years of hard work and effort you've put into your business. So, um, you know, there are no limits. If you want something, just go and get it. But at the same time, do it in a way that's logically thought through with a plan and sort of, you know, having given some serious consideration to it. So whatever you're going to do for the rest of the day, remember it is by being brave and bold that you can unlock your brilliant. So yeah, if you want to sell your business and make your millions this is how they do it take care everyone bye now i really hope you've enjoyed brave bold brilliant don't forget to subscribe and share with all your friends and if you've enjoyed listening i'd love it if you'd leave me a five-star review